several things going on here, but I want to focus on the first reading, which is the letter of James, a beautiful pastoral letter. If you have time, read it. It's just beautiful meditation and directions. But why are we going to focus on that? We're going to focus on that basically because it's a an instructional manual. It's a pastoral letter. It's an instructional manual as to how to live the faith. But before we live the faith, we've got to know whose faith it is that we're living, and it's faith in Jesus Christ. So, so Jesus, today in Mark's Gospel, uh, indicates who he is. Now, the piece that's, that's a little confusing is uh, when Jesus spoke about uh, being rejected as the Son of Man being rejected and killed, Peter so don't 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 talk like that, Jesus. Don't don't talk like that, because you know you're our boss, you're our leader, you're our rabbi, and you're the Messiah. You're not going to die. And Jesus turns and rebukes him and calls him Satan. Get behind me, Satan, um, because you're not you're not you're not with me. You're not a disciple if you don't understand and don't accept what I'm teaching. So it's not your gospel. It's Jesus talking. It's my gospel, and the good news is mine. And, and I'm here to, to think and act in human form, but on behalf of God. So that, that's a good way of dovetailing what we're going to say. Acting on behalf of God, um, thinking as God thinks. Okay, so James. So we're following Jesus, Son of Man, Son of God, and our instruction is to act like God, okay? And sometimes we come to church and we get all these beautiful readings, and we go out, and we act like us, not like God. Okay, so that's a challenge today, act like God. And, and it's very simple. I mean, it's really simple. James focuses it on it as he says, you're fulfilling the law if you love your neighbor as yourself. And that's acting like God. Love your neighbor as you love yourself, which means respect. And then he, he, he clarifies that, uh, and he gives this great example. If come, someone comes into the assembly, all fancy dressed, and you have to realize the assemblies were smaller. Uh, they were, the assemblies were really meals that they were coming to, early Christian mass, you might say. Um, and they would read the scriptures, they would read stories about the Old Testament, they would tell stories about Jesus among each other, uh, and they would all sit around in, in a fashion of a table, okay? Uh, the early domus ecclesia, house churches were just that, houses that were expanded to become ecclesia, churches. So when people come in, it was like first come, first serve, you know? But it seems that in some houses, uh, if someone came in sloppily dressed, uh, you sit over there. If someone comes in, nice coat, nice rings, you, you sit up front, you know, because you're important. And Jesus is saying, excuse me, James is saying, mistake, mistake. You're showing partiality. And, and God doesn't, doesn't show partiality. God loves every one of us. And this is good for us in our society today. Because... We're not supposed to be a class society, but you know we are. Uh, we're not a caste system, but you know we are. And we know who's are the, who are the people who are low class and who are the people who are, my grandmother would say, alta, alta class, you know, with the, the nose up in the air. Um, and we treat people that way. And we have to do a mea culpa. We have, uh, it's my fault. I'm sorry, Jesus, if I do that. Because Jesus is saying the lowest person 
is equal to the most prestigious person. So, I don't know where you are politically, but if the President of the United States walk in here, most of us would stand up and sort of greet him and give him a good seat. And yet, if the last poor person you met on the street came in, we'd probably not even ignore, not even notice him or her. So that's it. We have that in our heads. It's, it's social, uh, it's human, but we're called to be Christian, not only human. Jesus became a human being to teach us how to be God-like. So he's saying, James is saying, so an example like that, you put the poor person up front. You give him a, a place of honor. You let him, her know that he or she is distinctively a member of the body of Christ and very, very important to the community and to you personally. That's a challenge. We all know it's a challenge. It doesn't matter who we are, priests, lay people, old, young, we all sort of put people in their categories. And Jesus is saying, no partiality. And how do you, how do you estimate that? How do you keep tabs of that? In my head, love my neighbor as myself. A few seconds ago, before coming to here, um, knowing the reading, and I you know, sort of collect ideas and thoughts as we... Um, as I begin Mass, there was a mother and a little uh, Asian, uh, Asian mother and her child, and the child's on a little bicycle in front of her. And so what I did was just get out of the way because the kids, you know, as a little kid on a bicycle, I, I get out of the way knowing the kids are probably going to hit me if I don't. don't. Um, and the mother thanked me. Big smile and a thank you. It was an honor to do that. It was natural to do that. And regrettably, in our society today, if someone doesn't look like me, my color, my eye shape, we tend not to respect them. I didn't do it because of the gospel. I did it because it was natural for me, and I hope natural for all of you to realize that this kid is on a bicycle, and he's a kid, you know, five years old. You know, I'm not five. I'm an adult. I can make a decision. So I respected that little kid as I would expect anybody else to respect me. He's only five years old. He's an Asian. What does he know? No. He's five years old. He's a member of the body of Christ. And I have to treat him or her, I don't know if it was a boy or a girl, as I would want to be treated. So there's no distinction in class. But it's out there. You know it's out there. Okay, a little further on, there were two men, two adult black men, and they were eating as they were talking. And I said to myself, in certain circumstances, this is, I'm being honest with you, you know, in certain circumstances, it would be natural for me to be uncomfortable slash afraid. The two big guys talking loudly, they, they weren't obnoxious, they were talking to each other and eating while they were talking, so they were gesturing. And I looked at their faces, and one face, and I have to be honest, was not attractive. The other one was just a regular black guy, but the one guy who was eating and more loudly, he was not attractive, it wasn't good looking, okay, pure and simple. Some of us are good looking, some of us are not. And again, I said to myself, 
that's the one that I have to make eye contact with. Because I felt superb to him. And we're talking, as, as we came close to each other, I just looked at him and smiled. Because he was smiling anyway, so, and he smiled back. Okay. Treating someone as you would want to be treated yourself. And, and we have to take it down to the streets. We have to take it down to everyday reality. And we remember, and a common thing I do is pinch myself. Wait a minute, I'm a human being, and that's a human being. Whether he's five or, or, or 50, that's a human being too. And the scriptures are telling me, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So I give you two examples that I experienced just from walking from the parking lot to here. And you know those examples abound in our lives every day. So the opportunity to live what we do here is there every day for us. And Jesus is the reason, Son of Man, God. He's the reason we do it. Not for me, not for human uh, cooperation, not for anything uh, social. We do it because Jesus Christ did it first. And we are here believing and living in Jesus' law, the law of love. Loving one another as we love ourselves.